Hi, folks. This is Foss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with a, another great podcast. Want to take a share with you? Certainly appreciate you guys spending some time with us on Monday morning. It's morning time. It's morning time in the uh, world. Uh, you may have heard of it. That's when the coffee gets consumed. <clears throat> you take your tasty coffee beverage, you shove it in your pie hole. And you uh, shove another one in, and then another one in, and another one in, and after that you might be awake enough to be able to go do some shit. When do we become slaves to coffee? Why am I knocking coffee? Yesterday was National Coffee Day, so there was that, and uh, yeah, whatever. So shut up, Chris. Let's move on with the news. What the hell's going on in the world today, Chris? I don't know. It's the world, man. It's got its own fucking agenda last time I checked. It doesn't check with me on these things, so I don't know what... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. So let's start off the top of the hour. We always talk about uh, Product Hunt, ProductHunt.com. And uh, they're uh, looking across Product Hunt this morning. I didn't see a lot of interesting stuff. There wasn't anything that really stuck out of me. Um, there is a company called Zine, which is pretty interesting. They uh, will turn your Instagram feed into beautifully designed websites. It's getting a high number of marks on it uh and uh you know maybe you can check it out design basically takes your instagram feed and uh you can turn it into a website because i don't know you're too lazy to make a wordpress or something uh i don't know man uh it does look cool i gotta tell you you can go to zine.press to check this out and uh it basically makes kind of a really cool looking pretty wordpressy looking sort of website using your uh instagram feed so I haven't got a chance to try it out or check it out, but it does seem like it's getting a lot of upvotes. It's about 215 upvotes right now, and it's number three product of the day. The number one product of the day is a developer product, and I'm not a developer, uh, a company called Zeniton. It's got 501 uh, that's, uh, I guess, zappier for developers, and uh, it controls flows than apps 10 times faster. So you know, that's really popular. There's another thing that's a newsletter called Maker Mind, the Mindful Productivity Newsletter. That's got a lot of votes. It's on Product uh, Hunt as well. You can check that out. You can go to their website to uh, scope it at makermind.nestlabs.com dot com the mindful productivity newsletter i think i'm going to subscribe to this because i need to be more productive uh as well and get my butts going so uh this might be kind of an interesting thing to try uh can't hurt what the hell give it a whirl see what you think all that sort of good stuff so uh check them out uh they claim to have over 2400 mindful makers it's a weekly newsletter at the intersection of neuroscience and entrepreneurship with science-based tips to make the most of your brain. I need to make the most of my brain because I, there's not much left. <laughs> there's not much left. The brain's gone, people. It left. It it, it didn't even. It left me a note said thanks uh, for the stay, but uh, we can't be together anymore. Uh, you're just not my type. <laughs> I was like, what? 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 I didn't know we were having problems. I thought we were in couples counseling, but evidently there's not enough couples counseling in the world to save me. So uh, there's that, man. 
And uh, yeah, so check that out at makermind.nestlabs.com. It seems pretty interesting. I'm going to play with it. Um, you know, maybe I can, you know, the one thing about being an entrepreneur is you've got to always be expanding your mind. You got to learn to think outside the box and different ways of um, doing things can be pretty interesting. Here's something else that's on uh, product hunt that I thought was interesting as well as I'm cruising across it. Instagram caption writer. <laughs> Simple tool that enables you to create beautiful Instagram captions for your posts with hassle-free numbered lists and line breaks. Um, okay, man. Like, we're really getting deep in posting. I thought I was just posting beautiful pictures of my puppies on Instagram, but no, that's not true. People do that. Wait, it's a Russian website? Yeah, no. Never mind. Why don't we just scrap that? They have a Russian website. I'm not even going to plug them. Let's just back that. Step away, back away from the Russians. Um, yeah, I don't want the Russians. I'm sorry, Russians. I, yeah, I'm sure you're wonderful people, some of you, but your internet's like totally uh, like watched by by your boys and and uh, the Kremlin. And I'm not into that sort of thing. I already had enough of the what they did to our elections. Uh, what else kind of stuck out with me? This is kind of funny. This is actually the one of the it's not at the bottom but it's close it's a thing called emoji note where you can organize your notes with emojis like kill yourselves millennials holy shit seriously if i are is this the future are we just gonna uh, like abolish language and just start talking emojis i think i saw this on the idiocracy movie where people just start talking in i don't know stupid uh flip sayings so um <laughs> I don't know, man. If you're if you're writing notes in emojis, like I don't know, like I don't know, become an adult. I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. That's just weird. Um, this is kind of interesting. That sticks out at me. Uh, I can't even pronounce the name of this. Zaun Cohen M One K. It's the world's first carbon fiber gaming mouse. I don't know why you need a carbon fiber gaming mouse, but they do have it launched on Kickstarters. It's the world's lightest gaming mouse. Maybe that's why. That or maybe it needs to be carbon fiber so when you throw it against the wall when you lose your video game uh, gameplay, uh, you can uh, <laughs> you can take and, uh, I don't know, hopefully it'll survive because it's carbon fiber. <sighs> anyway, it's designed and made in Germany. That's why I can't pronounce their bloody name. You can go to kickstarter.com and search for... World's first carbon fiber gaming mouse, since I can't pronounce the name. Zongkoing M1K. Jesus Christ, sounds like some kind of blitzkrieg or something. I don't know. Anyway, I guess they're doing well. They had a $10,000 goal, and they're tripling that right now. Uh, I didn't really know that I needed a gaming or carbon fiber gaming mouse. I'm going to have to read some more about this. Evidently, it's really light. They show a picture of it sitting on a weight machine that's weighing it. So... Um, uh, yeah, I guess whatever, man. I don't know, man. It's, I, I, I'm clearly the, the biggest problem I have in life is I don't make shit because I think of like cool stuff to make. And then I go, yeah, I'm just going to buy that crap, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not calling it crap. I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes people make stuff and it's just like, it's just like, what? You know, it's kind of like how things got really stupid with the Uberization disruption of everything where people are like, hey, man, you should Uber Uber. And you're like, what? There's already a 
Uber. No, but Uber should Uber Uber. Or we're the we're gonna be the Uber of Uber. You're like, wait, this is becoming a parody. Uh, when you're trying to be the Uber of Uber, Uber whatever, just punch yourself in the face because that's really what we all think about what you're trying to do there. And it just got stupid. They're like, uh, we're going to be the Uber of, of scrambled eggs. And you're like, what? What is that? Is that going to get you funding? Is that what you have to do for funding these days? So I don't know, man. Whatever works for you, as long as it doesn't hurt everybody and everyone's a consenting adult age. Uh, I guess it's kind of okay. I don't know. What is it in my business? So some interesting things there on the product hunt today. Let's go through some of the news. The news. The news of the morning, Chris. What the fuck is going on in this world? So uh, this is interesting because if you've been following, we've talked about it multiple times on the Chris Voss Show podcast. Um, the WeWork IPO. Uh, it's been really interesting how this thing has just been falling apart. Uh, we'll get to some other discussions about some of the other things. It's kind of been interesting to watch over the latest years of these IPOs of these companies that are uh, crazily overvalued with these really um, unstable balance sheets and questionable uh, revenue <laughs> uh, uh, claims. Um, and as to how their last throws, like it's almost like we're almost out of business. Hurry, do an IPO so we can get some more fucking cash because we're in like the E and F rounds of financing, which is there. Yeah, never mind. So, um, and so they they basically go, they basically go and just just dump into these. Um, they just go dump into these um, uh, areas where. Uh, they, they just launch. And then when they do, they crash. Like Twitter did that for a lot of years. So they went in and crashed. Facebook went in and crashed, but I believe that was more of a NASDAQ problem and, and a launch problem. Uh, they couldn't handle the demand for it, and it just became a shit show, and then it, it became a bad smirch on the company's reputation. They, they Of course, they're making a profit, so I can't really throw Facebook into that, into that thing. But WeWork clearly from what was going on with their balance sheet and their and their structure their ceo had to step down and uh, i believe he's still in the chair or chairman one of the chairs i don't know um but uh there was a whole conundrum of how they were i guess they were making up some of their terms they were using in their accounting like and uh i guess one trick they were doing was they're billing invoices for a year in the future uh you know most people count revenue when it comes to the door but they were sending out invoices for a year's worth of billing in the future, which is kind of a weird way to go. Cause some, somewhere or another in a year, you're going to have to, you know, catch all that up and bring it even. And that means you lose a whole uh, year after you count. I don't know how that works. So anyway, they put in a new CEO and uh, they are pulling back. It's S one filing uh, and postponing its IPO. And they say they're going to go work on their core business, which is probably what they should have done in the first place. But it's really interesting to me, how they pretty much were coming to market with an IPO, hoping to save them from their cash flow and revenue and all sorts of other problems they have with their company. Um, and, you know, they got they got called out. One of the reasons they got called out was because there's been so many IPO launches in the last year that from the tech industry that have bombed and been real problematic. I believe Lyft was one. Uh, I'm just going from memory. I know Uber is one. Uh, speaking of Uber, in the Washington Post this morning, 
They are uh, talking about the fast declining morale at Uber amid budget cuts for basic amenities, mass layoffs, and a 30% decline in stock prices with its IPO. If you check the IPO stock price in Uber, hopefully you don't own it, uh, it peaked in June about 46-ish and some change. And now, as of today, it's 30. So... Uh, and it really has never recovered, I believe, from its its whole opening with the thing. It, it opened at about, what was it, 41 and some change, and now it's at 30. So kind of really disappointing for the market, and people are starting to see it. It's, of course, under attack by um, regulators in California who are trying to force it to uh, pay wages and not skirt the uh, independent contractor thing. So there's that as well. So it's kind of interesting how some of the shape stuff is shaping out. Is it going to have an impact on Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley's uh, startup culture, et cetera, et cetera? Who knows? We'll see. There certainly seems to be the the kind of the, the glean seems to be off where uh, reality is starting to kick into some of these things. Um, this is from the Wall Street Journal. House investigators have asked Google about plans to implement DNS over HTTPS in Chrome. ISPs fear the protocol will prevent them from tracking user data. We saw that a couple months ago that uh, Google made the announcement that they were they, they kind of flew this sort of uh, balloon out, trial balloon out sort of thing, saying they were going to change tracking cookies for third-party operators and stuff, which kind of meant like we're not going to share the third-party you know, data with people, but we're going to keep it for ourselves so they can pay for it. You know, clearly a monopolistic sort of, um, like, you know, cutting off of the, of the garden. Uh, so that's going to be kind of interesting. That's in the wall street journal. You can read that article as well. Uh, Fred Wilson, who's a very brilliant, uh, investor. Uh, I think it's union square ventures, uh, on his AVC blog, he wrote uh, a VC narrative that software-enabled companies like Uber should be valued at 10 times revenue is falling apart, but it's still valid for startups with margins of 75%. Um, you know, I grew up as a stockbroker and was trained to be a stockbroker. Um, and I remember the old days when you used values of 10 to 15 times P earnings to evaluate a stock. And if it was higher than that, you, you called it out as bullshit and one that was going to, you know, overhyped and was going to crash. But then we came in the tech era and it changed everything. It just got stupid. But what are you going to do? Uh, let's see. What else do we have <clears throat> in the news? Um, the uh, This is kind of interesting from the New York Times. Uh, it's a look at how tech firms and government keep failing to curb the sharing of child sex abuse images long after the Protect Our Children Act was passed in, in 08. This is really disturbing. I think there's another article on this, too, that came out today that I saw somewhere in my feed. I don't have it in front of me. But it talked about how child porn is flooding the Internet. This is highly disturbing that this is going on. It's highly disturbing that we can't somehow put a stop to it. But I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how. Somehow you got to build AI algorithms or something that can identify the difference between well, facial recognitions of people just, you know, here's my little Johnny at the baseball park and, you know, and people who are despicable uh, that are posting stuff. <clears throat> um, I mean, the only the only upside of all of this is is when we do catch people that are doing it, it makes it easier to catch them because they're usually sharing this stuff. I, there was a recent article, I believe yesterday, about an army a person who was in the army who was actually posting child porn and asking for p 
people to comment on it and that's how they got them flushed out so maybe it's better on one hand i guess i don't know i don't know what's better what's not the whole thing's just a horrific nightmare of whatever hell if you're if you're if you start looking at children as sexual beings please kill yourself take yourself out and uh and uh and, uh, yeah, that's just, I don't know what to say about that. So anyway, that's an article you can check it out in New York times if you want to. Uh, this is interesting. Reuters bite dance owner of TikTok, had a revenue of 7 billion to 8.4 billion in H1 2019. They posted a profit of June of operating a loss of H1 2019. So TikTok is really huge. I'm I'm seeing a lot of my social media friends and relatives and all the people that are on social media relatives. I have relatives on social media. Uh, they're on social media trying to do their, uh, they're on TikTok trying to get it. And uh, I think everyone's finally recognizing that it's a new thing. <clears throat> you know, come to backtrack about what I was talking about earlier. Snap was another one of those companies that kind of was starting to hit the skids financially and looking skittish with their user numbers and stuff. And they threw themselves into IPO, uh, to the owners, I believe took a billion dollars each or something in, in income or in stock, whatever. And, uh, basically, uh, you know, the thing's been a dog ever since. I don't think, I don't think anybody uses snap anymore that I know, except probably some bunch of kids, some Gen Z years or something, but I, I don't think it's even what it used to be. And, uh, so there's that. In fact, they're still making more spectacles cause I don't know, they realize that, uh, no one's using snap anymore. So, uh, what else do we have? Wall street journal sources, uh, Facebook is planning to pay only about a quarter of the 200 publishers that will be featured in its news tab set to launch as soon as the end of October. I really hate this crap. This is more walled off garden crap. Um, it's kind of interesting they, they, you know, they're, they're trying to wall off their garden, hold publishers into a position of, of, uh, having to pay to be, uh, to get people to read their stuff. Uh, I mean, I guess this is a competition of who gets control over readers eyes or not. Uh, and it's a valid one. I, you know, everyone's fighting to be the place everyone goes to for the internet. Uh, I guess you got to give them that one. But uh, it just seems so disingenuous. Um, I don't know, man. Um, if people pay to be the top of the news feed, do you really want to trust those sources? I mean, imagine, like, you know, top top news agencies like WAPO and New York Times, they've got the bank to do it, and they're legitimate. But, you know, I'm just wondering if it's going to be filled with all sorts of crazy kook websites that pay to be in the top of the thing, man. But maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll charge enough where they can't afford it and get it done. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Wall Street Journal's reporting this. Crypto exchanges, including Coinbase, Kraken, Circle, and Bittrex, form the Crypto Ratings Council to rate digital assets on whether they are securities. Uh, this sounds like a good idea. I love Coinbase. Uh, and uh, definitely having more oversight in this industry is really important. Uh, self-regulation, you know, kind of could be important. So I think everyone kind of self-regulating or not self-regulating, everybody kind of, uh, getting together to regulate stuff and just kind of clean up everything. I think that's a good idea and it can work well. Um, so there you go. Uh, anyway, that's kind of some of the top of the news that stuck out at me at the hour. Um, 
some of the things that uh, I thought were interesting that are going on in the world. If you have any comments or you want to be on the show, contact me at the show. Uh, you can contact me at Chris Voss at thechrisvossshow.com. And uh, you can submit if you want to be on the show as a guest. Or uh, if you just want to ask me a question, you can go to me anywhere, Chris Voss on the internet, <clears throat> uh, chrisvoss.net, Chris Voss Twitter, Chris Voss uh, Facebook, Chris Foss, LinkedIn, or be, feel free to friend me over there. If you get a chance, go review the show on iTunes or other different places. We certainly appreciate if you can give us some uh, as many good stars as you feel like giving. I certainly would love you just a whole bunch if you could do that. Help the show out. We're uh, in the top 100 in most every country in the world. So hubba, hubba, hubba. Anyway, we'll keep putting out more content for you guys. We love you very much and appreciate your support. We'll see you next time.